Bible, a collection of 66 different books by around 40 different authors from many different backgrounds. There were kings and shepherds, soldiers, fishermen, doctors, poets and farmers. Some were young, some old, some rich, and some poor. And they wrote, each reflecting his own personality and style. From a wide variety of life circumstances. All the way from palace thrones and bedrooms. To the dungeons down in the palace basement. From seashores to mountaintops. And to the backsides of dry desert wastelands. In their books, the writers issued hundreds of specific future prophecies, all perfectly fulfilled or awaiting fulfillment. And they discuss every aspect of human life. Hundreds of complicated and controversial topics. And yet, there is a unity and consistency of message in the Bible, from start to finish, that is nothing short of miraculous. Throughout history and today, millions of people around the globe call this book the Holy Bible, the very Word of God. It claims to be a self-revelation of the Supreme Being, the Creator Himself, stepping out of eternity into time and space to tell us and show us what He is like and to let us know His plan for our lives here on earth and in the hereafter. The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar is your chance to actually hear, discuss, and decide for yourself about this book, The Bible. Stay tuned, and at the very least, you'll hear the beauty, wisdom, romance, adventure, and intrigue of the world's greatest literature, the best-selling, most translated book of all history. But more importantly, God himself just might speak to your heart and change your life forever. Now, here's the host of The Bible Live, Sophie Dollar. Don't you worry, here we are. Without fail. This is the Soapster. Thank you for joining us. We are going to continue our way through those little books at the end of your New Testament. We started with the book of James. Tonight we'll read the entire book of First Peter. I like it when we can read a book in its entirety. It's kind of nice. It really is. You get the chance to hear the whole letter all in one sitting. That's what we'll do tonight with the book of First Peter. Then we'll get into Second Peter and in First, Second, and Third John and the book of Jude. Right now, though, before we get into the book of First Peter, and I'll give you a little bit of its historical setting, its context, what was going on in the world of that time, a general outline of its message, who was its primary audience. We'll get into all of that as we get ready to read the book of First Peter. Right now, though, we begin our program each evening with a reading from one of the Psalms or the Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 28 tonight. Just a quick word to let you know that we are needing your assistance and your partnership. If your heart leaped at the idea of the scriptures being on the public radio to let people hear the Bible itself, the entire Bible every year, and you'd like to help us with that, we do need your assistance sharing part of your missions giving or your spiritual investment in God's kingdom with the Bible life. Proverbs 28, 14 through 28. Blessed are those who have a tender conscience, but the stubborn are headed for serious trouble. A wicked ruler is as dangerous to the poor as a lion or bear attacking them. Only a stupid prince will oppress his people, but a king will have a long reign if he hates dishonesty and bribes. A murderer's tormented conscience will drive him into the grave. Don't protect him. The honest will be rescued from harm, but those who are crooked will be destroyed. Hard workers have plenty of food. Playing around brings poverty. The trustworthy will get a rich reward, but the person who wants to get rich quick will only get into trouble.
Showing partiality is never good, yet some will do wrong for something as small as a piece of bread. A greedy person tries to get rich quick, but it only leads to poverty. In the end, people appreciate frankness more than flattery. Robbing your parents and then saying what's wrong with that is as serious as committing murder. Greed causes fighting. Trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. Trusting oneself is foolish, but those who walk in wisdom are safe. Whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing, but a curse will come upon those who close their eyes to poverty. When the wicked take charge, people hide. When the wicked meet disaster, the godly multiply. End of reading, Proverbs 28, 14-28. You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. And we are back, ready now for our reading from the book of First Peter. The Apostle Peter was probably in Rome when the great persecution under the Roman Emperor Nero began. As you remember from tradition, Peter was executed during that persecution. Throughout the Roman Empire at that time, Christians were being tortured, killed, being ostracized, loss of jobs, being removed from families because of their faith, because of their embracing Jesus as the Messiah. The church in Jerusalem was scattered, as you remember. Peter wrote this epistle somewhere around the early 60s, A.D. 62 to 64 in that realm. Peter knew persecution firsthand. He had been beaten. He had been jailed. He had been threatened often. He had seen fellow Christians suffer. So he could speak to his brothers and sisters, encouraging them to remain faithful in their trust in the cornerstone, Jesus, the Messiah. First Peter 1, 1 through 514. First Peter 1. This letter is from Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ. I am writing to God's chosen people who are living as foreigners in the lands of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, the province of Asia, and Bithynia. God the Father chose you long ago, and the Spirit has made you holy. As a result, you have obeyed Jesus Christ and are cleansed by His blood. May you have more and more of God's special favor and wonderful peace. All honor to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for it is by His boundless mercy that God has given us the privilege of being born again. Now we live with a wonderful expectation because Jesus Christ rose again from the dead. For God has reserved a priceless inheritance for His children. It is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. And God in His mighty power will protect you until you receive this salvation, because you are trusting Him. It will be revealed on the last day for all to see, so be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though it is necessary for you to endure many trials for a while. These trials are only to test your faith, to show that it is strong and pure. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. And your faith is far more precious to God than mere gold. So if your faith remains strong after being tried by fiery trials, 
It will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. You love him even though you have never seen him. Though you do not see him, you trust him. And even now you are happy with a glorious, inexpressible joy. Your reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. This salvation was something the prophets wanted to know more about. They prophesied about this gracious salvation prepared for you, even though they had many questions as to what it all could mean. They wondered what the Spirit of Christ within them was talking about when he told them in advance about Christ's suffering and his great glory afterward. They wondered when and to whom all this would happen. They were told that these things would not happen during their lifetime, but many years later, during yours. And now this good news has been announced by those who preach to you in the power of the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. It is all so wonderful that even the angels are eagerly watching these things happen. So think clearly and exercise self-control. Look forward to the special blessings that will come to you at the return of Jesus Christ. Obey God because you are his children. Don't slip back into your old ways of doing evil. You didn't know any better then, but now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God, who chose you to be his children, is holy. For he himself has said, You must be holy because I am holy. And remember that the heavenly Father to whom you pray has no favorites when he judges. He will judge or reward you according to what you do. So you must live in reverent fear of him during your time as foreigners here on earth. For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. And the ransom he paid was not mere gold or silver. He paid for you with the precious lifeblood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose him for this purpose long before the world began. But now in these final days he was sent to the earth for all to see. And he did this for you. Through Christ you have come to trust in God. And because God raised Christ from the dead and gave him great glory, your faith and hope can be placed confidently in God. Now you can have sincere love for each other as brothers and sisters, because you were cleansed from your sins when you accepted the truth of the good news. So see to it that you really do love each other intensely with all your hearts. For you have been born again. Your new life did not come from your earthly parents, because the life they gave you will end in death. But this new life will last forever because it comes from the eternal living word of God. As the prophet says, people are like grass that dies away. Their beauty fades as quickly as the beauty of wildflowers. The grass withers and the flowers fall away. But the word of the Lord will last forever. And that word is the good news that was preached to you. You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. First Peter 2. So get rid of all malicious behavior and deceit. Don't just pretend to be good. Be done with hypocrisy and jealousy and backstabbing. You must crave pure spiritual milk so that you can grow into the fullness of your salvation. Cry out for this nourishment as a baby cries for milk, now that you have had a taste of the Lord's kindness. Come to Christ, who is the living cornerstone of God's temple. He was rejected by the people, but he is precious to God who chose him. And now God is building you as living stones into his spiritual temple. What's more, you are God's holy priests, who offer the spiritual sacrifices that please him because of Jesus Christ. As the scriptures express it, I am placing a stone in Jerusalem, a chosen cornerstone, and anyone who believes in him will never be disappointed. Yes, he is very precious to you who believe. 
But for those who reject him, the stone that was rejected by the builders has now become the cornerstone. And the scriptures also say, He is the stone that makes people stumble, the rock that will make them fall. They stumble because they do not listen to God's word or obey it, and so they meet the fate that has been planned for them. But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are a kingdom of priests, God's holy nation, His very own possession. This is so you can show others the goodness of God, for He called you out of the darkness into His wonderful light. Once you were not a people, now you are the people of God. Once you received none of God's mercy, now you have received His mercy. Dear brothers and sisters, you are foreigners and aliens here. So I warn you to keep away from evil desires because they fight against your very souls. Be careful how you live among your unbelieving neighbors. Even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behavior, and they will believe and give honor to God when He comes to judge the world. For the Lord's sake, accept all authority, the king as head of state, and the officials He has appointed. For the king has sent them to punish all who do wrong and to honor those who do right. It is God's will that your good lives should silence those who make foolish accusations against you. You are not slaves. You are free. But your freedom is not an excuse to do evil. You are free to live as God's slaves. Show respect for everyone. Love your Christian brothers and sisters. Fear God. Show respect for the king. You who are slaves must accept the authority of your masters. Do whatever they tell you, not only if they are kind and reasonable, but even if they are harsh. For God is pleased with you when for the sake of your conscience you patiently endure unfair treatment. Of course, you get no credit for being patient if you are beaten for doing wrong. But if you suffer for doing right and are patient beneath the blows, God is pleased with you. This suffering is all part of what God has called you to. Christ, who suffered for you, is your example. Follow in His steps. He never sinned, and He never deceived anyone. He did not retaliate when He was insulted. When He suffered, He did not threaten to get even. He left His case in the hands of God, who always judges fairly. He personally carried away our sins in His own body on the cross, so we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. You have been healed by His wounds. Once you were wandering like lost sheep, but now you have turned to your shepherd, the guardian of your souls. You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. 1 Peter 3 In the same way, you wives must accept the authority of your husbands, even those who refuse to accept the good news. Your godly lives will speak to them better than any words. They will be won over by watching your pure godly behavior. Don't be concerned about the outward beauty that depends on fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry, or beautiful clothes. You should be known for the beauty that comes from within, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. That is the way the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. They trusted God and accepted the authority of their husbands. For instance, Sarah obeyed her husband Abraham when she called him her master. You are her daughters when you do what is right without fear of what your husbands might do. In the same way, you husbands must give honor to your wives. Treat her with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. If you don't treat her as you should, your prayers will not be heard. Finally, all of you should be of one mind, 
full of sympathy toward each other, loving one another with tender hearts and humble minds. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate when people say unkind things about you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God wants you to do, and He will bless you for it. For the Scriptures say, If you want a happy life and good days, keep your tongue from speaking evil, and keep your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Work hard at living in peace with each other. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and His ears are open to their prayers. But the Lord turns His face against those who do evil. Now who will want to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it. So don't be afraid and don't worry. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if you are asked about your Christian hope, always be ready to explain it. But you must do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear. Then, if people speak evil against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. Remember, it is better to suffer for doing good if that is what God wants than to suffer for doing wrong. Christ also suffered when He died for our sins once for all time. He never sinned, but He died for sinners that He might bring us safely home to God. He suffered physical death, but He was raised to life in the Spirit. So he went and preached to the spirits in prison. Those who disobeyed God long ago when God waited patiently while Noah was building his boat. Only eight people were saved from drowning in that terrible flood. And this is a picture of baptism, which now saves you by the power of Jesus Christ's resurrection. Baptism is not a removal of dirt from your body. It is an appeal to God from a clean conscience. Now Christ has gone to heaven. He is seated in the place of honor next to God. And all the angels and authorities and powers are bowing before him. You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. 1 Peter 4 So then, since Christ suffered physical pain, you must arm yourselves with the same attitude he had and be ready to suffer too. For if you are willing to suffer for Christ, you have decided to stop sinning. And you won't spend the rest of your life chasing after evil desires, but you will be anxious to do the will of God. You have had enough in the past of the evil things that godless people enjoy, their immorality and lust, their feasting and drunkenness and wild parties, and their terrible worship of idols. Of course, your former friends are very surprised when you no longer join them in the wicked things they do, and they say evil things about you. But just remember that they will have to face God who will judge everyone, both the living and the dead. That is why the good news was preached even to those who have died, so that although their bodies were punished with death, they could still live in the Spirit as God does. The end of the world is coming soon. Therefore be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. Most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sins. Cheerfully share your home with those who need a meal or a place to stay. God has given gifts to each of you from His great variety of spiritual gifts. Manage them well so that God's generosity can flow through you. Are you called to be a speaker? Then speak as though God Himself were speaking through you. Are you called to help others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then God will be given glory in everything through Jesus Christ. All glory and power belong to Him forever and ever. Amen. Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through, as if something strange were happening to you. 
Instead, be very glad, because these trials will make you partners with Christ in His suffering. And afterward, you will have the wonderful joy of sharing His glory when it is displayed to all the world. Be happy if you are insulted for being a Christian, for then the glorious Spirit of God will come upon you. If you suffer, however, it must not be for murder, stealing, making trouble, or prying into other people's affairs. But it is no shame to suffer for being a Christian. Praise God for the privilege of being called by His wonderful name. For the time has come for judgment, and it must begin first among God's own children. And if even we Christians must be judged, what terrible fate awaits those who have never believed God's good news? And if the righteous are barely saved, what chance will the godless and sinners have? So if you are suffering according to God's will, keep on doing what is right, and trust yourself to the God who made you, for He will never fail you. You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. 1 Peter 5 And now a word to you who are elders in the churches. I too am an elder and a witness to the sufferings of Christ, and I too will share His glory and His honor when He returns. As a fellow elder, this is my appeal to you. Care for the flock of God entrusted to you. Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly. Not for what you will get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. Don't lord it over the people assigned to your care, but lead them by your good example. And when the head shepherd comes, your reward will be a never-ending share in his glory and honor. You younger men accept the authority of the elders. And all of you serve each other in humility. For God sets himself against the proud, but he shows favor to the humble. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and in his good time he will honor you. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about what happens to you. Be careful. Watch out for attacks from the devil, your great enemy. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for some victim to devour. Take a firm stand against him, and be strong in your faith. Remember that your Christian brothers and sisters all over the world are going through the same kind of suffering you are. In his kindness, God called you to his eternal glory by means of Jesus Christ. After you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. All power is his forever and ever. Amen. I have written this short letter to you with the help of Silas, whom I consider a faithful brother. My purpose in writing is to encourage you and assure you that the grace of God is with you no matter what happens. Your sister church here in Rome sends you greetings, and so does my son Mark. Greet each other in Christian love. Peace be to all of you who are in Christ. End of reading 1 Peter 1, 1 through 5.14 Indeed, he is worthy. That passage we read tonight talks about the ransom that was paid. In chapter 1, Peter brings that out. The price that was paid for our forgiveness, for our cleansing. Sometimes I've heard people say, oh, well, that's just too easy. It doesn't cost you anything. You just get free salvation, free forgiveness. It is free to us. It is offered as a gift to us. Of course, we must be willing to die to ourselves, our selfishness, and we submit ourselves to him as our Lord, trust in him as our Savior. 
but the price of our salvation was so great. It says, you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. And the ransom he paid was not gold and silver, not mere gold and silver. It was the precious blood of Christ himself, the precious blood of Messiah, the sinless, spotless lamb of God. The only one who successfully endured to the very end and trusted the Father, the perfect human being, the Lamb that was slain from before the world's foundation. What a salvation, what a Savior is ours. And at the time that Peter wrote this letter in the first century, oh, it was a terribly dark world. So much hopelessness and so much emptiness. But many longed to know God and they wanted to find that spiritual reality. And here came the message of redemption, the message of salvation. It wasn't seen as a threat. It was an open door. It was an invitation. It was the solution they had been so longing for, so long in seeking. Of course, to a lost world, they rejected, they misunderstood and there was a great deal of persecution and suffering on the part of Christians. And so Peter addresses them now, gives them advice and counsel about how to suffer for being a Christian, how to live even under persecution and honor God with your life. Most of the time, I would say very, very, very often, I realize that the Bible doesn't require commentary. Just listen to the words of Peter, James, John, the prophets of old, most times the message is so crystal clear. I love what he said tonight about lions. He says, Satan, like a lion, waits to devour us. Lions attack the sick, the young, the straggling animals. They choose victims who are alone, who are separated from the herd, you know, and they're not alert. And Peter warns us to watch out for Satan when we are suffering or being persecuted. If you're feeling alone, weak or helpless or cut off from other believers, or if you're so focused on your own troubles that you forget to watch out, be careful that in that moment you're vulnerable to Satan's attacks. Keep your eyes on Christ and get involved with God's people. See you next time, folks, on The Bible Live. The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. Soapy reads from the New Living Translation by Tyndall House Publishers. The Bible Live is dedicated to helping promote spiritual revival across America. And your prayers and financial support are needed. Please mail your tax-deductible gift to The Bible Live, Post Office Box 18888. That's The Bible Live, P.O. Box 18888, San Antonio, Texas 78218. You may also make credit card donations at the ministry website, thebiblelive.com. Now, don't forget, join us each weekday for The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. Start today, and in one year's time, we will read and respond together to the entire Bible. Let the most important word you hear each day be God's word.